Hi, this is Chris Manning from the GA Media Horticulture Group. Joining me today is Adam Klinger. He's an ornamental sales rep for Eastern Florida with Winfield United. Uh, we're going to talk about weed control. Adam, how are you? Good. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing good. So first thing, um, when you, as you come from the sales background, but you also, I believe, previously worked as a grower in the ornament horticulture industry, when you, in your experience with this industry, what are some of the effective weed control strategies that you've seen that growers can utilize, be it in the greenhouse or out in the nursery? Yeah, that's a pretty good question, Chris, because um, a lot of the growers I run into believe that it's a product and they're always looking for this magic bullet. But um, strategies are the way to go. Um, Three things that I've come across, because I wasn't very good at it myself, and once I got this sales position, I've learned to be a little bit better, learned some of the things that are working for others. So three things that if I had to do it again would focus on is I'd always be adding a pre-emergent herbicide into my uh, post-emergent sprays. Uh, examples are Marengo and SureGuard. These definitely give you the longevity of control that you're looking for and will definitely reduce labor out there in the field. And then when it comes to weeds actually in the plants, um, two big things. It really comes down to management. Um, it's not really the product, but um, I've learned through my years here of traveling that the best way to attack the weeds is actually defend what is clean. So I run across a lot of customers that spend their labor chasing from hot spot to hot spot in the nursery, and they never feel like they're getting ahead, and the nursery kind of gets away from them. When actually they the guys that are most successful are keeping the clean areas clean, walking through, pulling a weed here or there, keeping those clean, and then with the extra time, they're hammering away at those overgrown, really problematic areas. And then lastly, um, there was a big trial at one of my large customers, and he had all the different herbicides out there. They're looking for the magic bullet, like I was talking about, which variety is the best. And the biggest takeaway I had here in Florida was that by week 9 and week 10, it didn't matter what herbicide you had out, weeds were going to explode. So um, my takeaway was you've got to be very vigilant on your reapplication intervals. You've got to know that on 8, 9, 10 weeks, depending on where you are in the United States, those intervals, you need to apply them right then. Uh, waiting a week or two will cost you thousands of dollars in labor. Uh, pretty consistently. So those would be my three takeaways that I've noticed as I've traveled up and down the state of Florida. So if a grower is going to make that effort to control weeds, how can making that effort um, perhaps help them with their struggles with labor? That's a concern I think every grower everywhere is having right now is just finding enough labor. So if they're making that effort uh, with be it one of these three methods or a combination of the things you're kind of describing here, how can that help them with labor as well? Well, I'll give you a quick little story. So I went over these three exact things with a customer. He was very production-oriented and was building the nursery and really wasn't willing to pay attention. year, two years later, after he's got about 70, 80 acres of outdoor ornamentals, I get a phone call at a gas station. He's very disgruntled at me. He's bought all this herbicide, and he has weeds everywhere. He's got 10 people weeding. The plants are inconsistent in growth. So I finally told him, look, we're going to come up with a schedule. We're going to reapply at the right time, and we're going to defend our clean areas. And now you can walk around that 100-acre nursery now, and you can the weeds have names. There's so few of them, you can't find them. So um, some of the savings, he went from 10 people, like I mentioned. Now he's down to two 
people that are kind of walking in front, pulling those individual scraggler weeds, and one guy applying herbicide. So there's seven physical people there, and that doesn't include any savings you're going to get on loading is going to be reduced. The amount of time it takes to load will be much faster. Your uh, calls or your leftover plants will be drastically reduced. Growth is going to be considerably more consistent across your crop, and you'll be able to ship out very large percentages. So all of your... I would say reworking of areas that have leftover plants, that'll be drastically reduced. So there's a lot of very simple ways, like the seven labors, very easy to calculate, but there's a lot of other opportunities that are harder to calculate, but you will notice them on the bottom line. What conditions in the greenhouse or nursery are most conducive to weeds? And I know this could differ and from Florida to, to other environments around the United States and Canada, but what are, in your experience, what are some of the conditions in greenhouses and nurseries that can cause reeds to kind of run rampant? Well, you're, you're typically looking at your, um, obviously, it seems pretty simplistic, but your warmer, wet areas, um, at, you know, at the end of beds, if you're on benches or, you know, your tire ground cover, but warm, wet areas are going to have more weed pressure. I mean, in the winter down here in Florida, our weed pressure is drastically reduced uh, because we aren't getting the rains and the heat is not as high. So, that's where I would focus on any leftover weeded buckets. A lot of employees, unfortunately, don't get everything cleaned up after they're done. Uh, seems simple. But um, one of the great ways to look for those areas, and typically here in Florida, when spring hits in February, we're pretty darn busy. So before uh, Marengo came out, we were able to load trucks and by the time we got back to the nursery, the place was overrun with weeds. So now an application of Marengo in your non-plant areas applied before spring shipping, you'll, you'll be done with spring, you'll come out, and there won't be any weeds around. So those will be the areas and the opportunities I'd like to maximize. If you were a grower and you wanted to do a double check of your environment, are there, are there things that you would want to look out for, be it cleanliness in the greenhouse or nursery, or just any other environmental conditions that in addition to the to the humidity and, and the wetness and the warmth that could cause weeds to become this, you know, very expensive problem, as you've already kind of outlined? Yes, any property that's next to your greenhouse or next to your nursery property, um, they're going to have their own, obviously, weed bank of seeds, and some are maintained better than others. So that could either be a fan, uh, empty property, that could be a drainage area. All of those, I typically see customers that have a lot of pressure with the plants or the beds that are closest to those areas. So, yeah, absolutely, that could be uh, problematic. And, and lastly, there are products out there. You've mentioned, I think, a couple of them, but what are some of the products available to growers to help them combat weeds? Um, and how can these products be used in an intelligent, thoughtful way to make sure this problem is actually dealt with? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're looking at basically three, three groups of products. So you're looking at a post-emergent group, like your Roundups, um, which has come under a lot of pressure lately. A good replacement would be Finale. Um, there's a couple new organic options as well, or OMRI certified options, and Axe, and a brand new product from OHP, which will be launching here later this summer called Fireworks. Uh, so there's some new options coming for that post-emergent market. Then you've got your pre-emergent. So a lot like I spoke about before, the pre-emergence with going in with your post-emergence. So those are going to help reduce any weed seeds from germinating. On the liquid side, 
some of those can be applied over the top of plants and some have to be applied on bare ground areas. Um, any over the top applications are going to create a little bit of phytotoxicity. So liquids that can go over the top, you're looking at a tower, a barricade, a gallery, some pendulum. And then on the bare ground applications, they're going to give you much longer control. But like I mentioned before, there's a chance of phytotoxicity. So those products would be Marengo and um, SureGuard would be your best options. The other ones can go on bare ground as well, but those are going to give you your best control. And then lastly, you've got granular pre-emergence, which can go right over the top of uh, any of your ornamental plants. There's a long list of those from snapshot to freehand to broadstar to marengo to biathlon. Um, all of those are have their place and perform better on some weeds than others. There's a brand new one that's hit the market called Fortress from OHP again, and they've uh, really come up with a good combination that's safe on pretty much all your varieties and sizes from liners all the way up to larger trees. It'll give you a good, consistent control similar to you know, your eight to ten week intervals like we see here in Florida. So there's a long group of or a large group of products that guys can use and maybe they're familiar with some of those and feel more comfortable using some. But uh there's plenty of options out there. But like I mentioned before, you know, there there really is not a silver bullet. It really comes down to those first three things you mentioned, pre emergence in your uh post emergent tanks, using um you know, defending your clean areas, and then lastly, make sure you have your reapplication dates solidified and you're committed to reapplying on those dates. And if people wanted to contact you or contact Winfield for some advice or to kind of discuss this a little bit further, how can they reach out to you guys to to touch base? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they can either email me at amclinger at landalakes.com uh, or reach out to us on our website at winfieldunitedpro.com, and um, they can reach any of the sales. And we have sales in across the country uh, for each segment. So we do golf, aquatics, lawn care, pest control, and ornamentals. They can reach out to us, and we've got some really great professionals all across the country willing and able to help you. Adam, thank you so much for your insight on weed control today. All right, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity.